The uh, scripture is so simple today and very direct. Uh, fasting is a part of our lives as Catholics and uh, used to be much more so. Remember back in the 50s and 60s and, you know, no meat on Friday and fasting. And uh, it was just much stricter. Fasting before communion, much stricter. Um, and it's a good thing. Fasting is a good thing. It has a lot of good effects for our body, but it's most of all meant to touch our spirit. I remember in the seminary, I was in the music department and I played the organ and, and led the singing in the, in the mornings and at Mass. And we had just had Mass and there was a head of the, the department of music, another student uh, three years older than me, um, but he didn't read music, but he loved music. And he, well, anyway, we were walking out of chapel, and um, he was asking me something. So I turned around and said something to him, and I bumped into the guy in front of me as we were walking the, just out the door. And the guy turned around to me and said something like, Can't you watch where you're going, stupid? Something like that. So this friend of mine backed me up, and he said, He said, The blood of, the, the blood of Christ is still wet on your lips, and look how you talk with your mouth. And, and it, it was a stunning thing to say, but it was true. I mean, why, do you all, why does one presume always the worst? Like you bumped into me on purpose, or you bumped into me to push me, or whatever. And, um, and it always stuck with me. This happened, though, geez, uh, probably about 50 years ago. One time only in my life, that, but that stuck with me forever. Because it's dramatic to say, you know, you, you eat or you eat the body of Christ, you drink the blood of Christ, and then what comes out of your mouth just five minutes later? Hmm. So it always reminds me that story of fasting. Because Isaiah speaks for God, and he goes wild today. He says, you fast, you pour sackcloth, and the ashes all over your head, and you, you parade around, and you, you don't eat, and, and then you go out and quarrel and fight, and you're nasty with each other, you're ugly, you know, what good is your fasting? And then he gives this litany. You want to know what kind of fasting I want? That you turn away from sin, that you quit fighting, that you act justly, that you remove the burdens and, and, and the yoke that, that are heavy on people's backs. You, you help people. That's the fasting. So I, one level, say, uh-oh, God, you made a mistake. You or Isaiah did. Because that's technically not fasting. Fasting is no, not eating food or drink. And then I said, oh no, God, you got me again. Because you're ask, asking us to fast from sin. Fast from doing evil. Stop it. Fast. And instead, let your hearts be changed so that you do good. That's the kind of fasting I want. Today, I think it, it names it perfectly. Because that's the reason to fast, to abstain from food and drink, is to train our heart or open our heart or shock our heart or throw that cold water into our face, the face of our heart, so that we, we begin to listen to what God really asks of us. So I think always, too, of one last thing, and, and I'll, I'll say this about the women, but it could be said to the men. So it's Mother's Day or your birthday, and so your kids... Uh, bring chocolate to you and flowers and, and, and 
yet they always are fighting, and they're, they're pushing each other. They're, they're hurting each other's feelings. The girls are crying in the house, and the, the boys are, are punching each other, and, and the mother just is so depressed with the way the children, her children treat each other. So she says, you bring me chocolate, you bring me flowers, you bring me a gift. Do you think that's what I want? I'll tell you the flowers and, and chocolate I want. Stop your fighting. The chocolate I want from you is that you be kind to each other. The flowers I want from you, they're not flowers in my hand. They're children who treat each other with respect and kindness. That's the gift I want from you. Can we relate to that? Can we relate to that? Well, God says the same thing. And um, how beautiful, right, that like two days after Ash Wednesday, we're getting the meaning of anything we're going to give up or do extra for, for Lent. It's not just to check it off or to get a prize for it, uh, but, but to let it affect our hearts. So like Jesus said in the gospel, you know, the bridegroom is here. The Christ is here. Party, rejoice, celebrate, because the day will come when he won't be. And on that day, there will be fasting. On that day, we finally have to face it. And so we are invited to enter into this Lent with a clean spirit and a contrite heart.